Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hayes Hour podcast. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, as usual, I'm joined by Zanir. Hey, everyone. Nice and uh, welcome welcome to episode eight of the Hayes Hour podcast. Uh, just a quick disclaimer as to why we've been away for so long. Uh, we normally try and get these out once a month, but uh, last month's episode was actually abandoned for outdated reasons. Uh, I'll explain in further detail. I was uh, recording with another member of the media team here at Presswitch, Jordan, because Zanir was unavailable at the time. Uh, so I would like to thank Jordan for that as well, uh, for helping me out in that situation. Uh, but we were struggling to get guests on the Hazard podcast. We were struggling to get time where people who wanted to come on a feature were available. And by the time we were able to get a full episode together, a lot of the information that we had relayed to you all would have been very much out of date, whether it be ha- not having mentioned things that had happened in the time during recording, during the start of the recording and during the time it would have been uploaded, or things that were t- that turned out to be wrong. So with all that uh, with all that being a factor, we decided to abandon the episode. But we're back now, going into September, with episode eight of The Haze, our podcast. Uh, before we properly kick into this and discuss things that we uh, that we haven't, and we do have a lot to discuss, given the fact that we uh, we missed last month as well, we have a lot to catch everybody up on if they've uh, if they've not been paying too much attention over the last two months at Presswich Hayes. Uh, one thing that we did do last episode on the Hayes Art Podcast was have an interview from Ollie Scott, and I don't want to do him a disservice and leave that out of the podcast. So what we're going to do is begin the episode with an interview from Hayes' own Ollie Scott. Now then, with the recent success of the Future Haze, uh, it only makes sense to have a graduate of the uh, Future Haze, of the under-18s, on as a guest for the for this episode of the Haze Hour podcast. So I'd like to welcome Ollie Scott. How are you, Ollie? Hi, mate. I'm good, mate. Thanks for having me on. Um, it's a pleasure. It's, uh, the pleasure is all ours. Thank you very much for uh, taking time out of your day. Yes. Um, so when did you uh, first start playing for, for Presswich Haze? Uh, well, it was... The summer of 2020, so about a year ago, um, when we first came out of the first lockdown, um, we'd done a bit of training. Uh, we had to do it in groups of six, um, non-contact as well. Really? Um, oh, God, that was yeah. And then uh, about a month later, that's when we started playing the um, the friendlies. And then it just, it just kicked on from there, really. Um, we had a few friendly games against like Ramsbottom under-18s. We played well. Mm. Um, and then we looked good for the season. And then, um, so yeah, it's been about a year, which is, it's been longer than what it feels like, really, with all like the stopping and starting. See, that's weird, actually, because that's about as long as I've been involved with the club as well. And it really yeah. doesn't feel like it's, you know, no. if, it, it's a weird one because it's it's flown by, but it also feels yeah. like I've been involved with the club for years. Yeah, with all the stopping. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's certainly, mm. it's certainly been a smooth ride with, uh, with all COVID based um, mm. problems, but hopefully we're out of those woods now. Um, <laughs> So how did you initially get involved with the club? Um, so the the under eighteens that we're at now, um, mm-hmm. we at, I think it was under sixteens level. It was the uh, it was the same team, but we were just under a little lever. And then uh, oh, at right. the end at the end of under sixteens, uh, Nick, our manager, got in contact with Presswitch, and then we just made the switch to Presswitch. Um, and then yeah, it just went from there. Oh, so it's essentially the same team at Little yeah, Lever, same team, and then we just. Yeah, and then we just had a few new players coming down. 
All right. Yeah. That's it. I didn't know that. Um, okay. Well, uh, obviously, you're um, one of the players, one of the first players that's actually come up from the under 18s to join the first team. Uh, but yeah. you're still involved with the with the future, Hayes. So, uh, can you summarise your time so far with the under 18s? Uh, yeah, it's been it's been good, uh, enjoyable. You know, playing with like your mates every week. Um, but it's been obviously it's been quite destructive with COVID. Um, course, stop, yeah. Stopping the starting of the seasons. Um, we started with the league, didn't we? And then it got stopped. And then we played a little mini mini league um, to get to that trophy that we won. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been for personally, it's been busy uh, for me with training for both like the 18s on a Wednesday and the first team on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Mm. Uh, and then you got the games on a Saturday and a Sunday. So uh, quite a lot of travelling as well. Uh, but no, I've, been, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's a challenge. And as a young lad, that's what you want. You want to be playing as much as possible, getting all the experience in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been a good first season, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, despite all the disruptions, you know, I guess um, the travel and the uh, and the hard work is something that just sort of uh, comes with being involved with a football club. Yeah, but hopefully, it pays off in the in the long run. Well, yeah, that's the uh, obviously that's the hope. That's the aim. Yeah. Uh, so, how did it feel for you personally when you got the nod to join up with the first team? Um, it was a good moment, um, a proud moment, but uh, I had to stay focused with still playing with the 18s as well. I couldn't just think about the first team all the time. But yeah, mm. I, wanted to, I wanted to make an impression. Um, and, you know, the, la- the, the lads in the first team all welcomed me in, which, you know, helped me, helped me settle in. Um, mm. I felt comfortable. But uh, yeah, it felt, it felt good to be recognised as someone that could you know, help out in, in the first team in the future. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, obviously me and you have, uh, have very different roles at Presswich, but um, I do agree with you on that front that uh, the club itself is actually, so it's a very sort of welcoming place, isn't it? When yeah, you first get involved with, um, with the, you know, not just with um, with the team, with the fans as well, everybody's yeah. very sort of hospitable uh, and friendly and it's uh, yeah. very nice. But it's a brilliant environment to be involved with. Yeah, it's going, it's going in the right direction as well, which is what you want. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, so could you tell us what is your best Hayes memory thus far? That can be the youth team or the first team. Um, well, definitely is probably the winning the uh, cup against Blackpool um, not so long ago. Oh, yeah, the, the recently, trophy. yeah. Yeah, uh, we, knew, we knew Blackpool was always going to be a, a tough challenge. They was up mm-hmm. there in the, in the league that we were playing in. Um, and the conditions that we played in, it was about 25, about 25 degrees, so... It was a bit, yeah. it was a bit of a tough one, um, but yeah, it was finished one-one. They scored in the last minute uh, when they had ten men. Oh, it's a heartbreaker, yeah, isn't it? So uh, it went to penalties, and then I missed my penalty. Um, so yeah. it was a bit of a you know a relief to win it in the end. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, they they, yeah. they they saved you, did they? Yeah, but yeah, that's definitely up there. Mm. Uh, and then another one, probably just uh, being given the opportunity to play for the first team. Um, yeah. just being, being in and around them, uh, it's it's a good experience for me. Um, being so young, I could I can use it for when I'm older and growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a different challenge playing against you know like men. It's different to the under 18s. Oh you yeah, you got to adapt to how you play. You got to play quicker. Mm. Um, so yeah, probably just being around the first team is a good memory. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only way is up. Um, <laughs> What would you say is your personal focus going forwards then? Again, for both the uh, the youth team and the senior team. Um, 
Well, for the 18s, um, I'd like to see a few, few more of the lads to progress through to the first team like me, which mm-hmm. I think that there is a, a lot of players that can. They're all, they've all got their own individual qualities um, and reasons why they can help out in the first team in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you want with the 18s, you know, to see players coming through to the first team. That's a, that's yeah, of course. 18s. Um, there's a squad-wise for the 18s. Uh, we've we've uh, we've just been promoted, haven't we? So yes, we're in a we're in a tough league, but a league that we think we've got a, a good enough squad to challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, we should we should be near the top of the table, hopefully, uh, but it won't be easy. And then uh, probably a good a, a nice little cup run in the youth cup. Uh, oh yeah, which which I'm most excited for. Um, Playing the night games at um, home, we've got mm-hmm. Leaf in the first round, and if we win that, then we've got Skem. And uh, ah, see. yeah, Skem, Skem are the team that knocked us out in the um, last year. Oh, really? So we'll have to get. But you've got them, you've got them in the league as well this season, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. The team, yeah. yeah. Um, um, for for the first team, um, mm-hmm. personally, to try and try and get us get a place in the starting eleven. Uh, it won't. I know it won't be easy, but I feel like if, um, as a build on, I hopefully can do. Um, mm. I've got the right people around me to help me do it. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, and then squad squad wise, uh, we're in a we're in a tough league, but we've we've got a squad that can compete, and we we know that we can win as many games as possible, which is absolutely. what we want to do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and uh, just an extra thing as well for you. There's a lot of competition in that midfield, so yeah, and good, yeah. good competition as well. They're all, Absolutely, yeah. All different so it's players, either, so, yeah. It's you know it's working it's working with some good players, yeah, and it's uh, and you know if able to cement yourself. That would be quite the achievement. Yeah. Um, last question then. Um, with all that said, are you confident for the season ahead? Again, for both um, the first team and the youth team. Yeah, very, I'm, to be honest, I'm very confident because we've brought a few new. Both both teams have brought a few new players in. They can uh, mm-hmm. they can both help us in their own ways. Um, so yeah, we should we should feel confident. Uh, it's not it's not going to be easy easy season. No. But, um, we've got we've got uh, we've got depth as well in case there's any injuries or anything. So well, yeah, we've, absolutely. We've seen a few got, of them in preseason as well. Yeah, we've got players that can fill in and do a, and do a good job. So yeah we should be confident but um we know what we've got we know, we know what we've got ahead of us so um mm-hmm. we'll but we'll we'll be ready for it absolutely that's what we want to hear obviously with both the the first team and the youth team being promoted um for the season ahead it's going to be um something that you're not going to want to miss anybody listening yeah, uh, thank you so much ali for coming on the hazard podcast it's been a pleasure talking to you man no worries thanks for having me on All right, uh, we will see you soon at the AMP, as I'm sure all the listeners will as well. They come to the games. Thank you so much to Ollie Scott for taking time out of his day to feature on the Haze Out podcast. It's always uh, brilliant to hear from some other players. So let's move on to things that we haven't been able to discuss for two months. And that actually starts quite far back into July with pre-season. We have a list in front of us here both me and Zanir do, of the games that we haven't yet discussed on the Hazard podcast with Silsden away. It was a 2-1 comeback victory after being 1-0 down at half-time. Uh, now Sultan was a returning hero for Silsden, having formerly played there. Jamie Hill was brilliant after he came on uh, in the uh, in the second half. 
Uh, Jack Coop got an assist and a penalty, which was uh, which was overturned. Actually, it was meant to be a free kick, but uh, the referee made the correct call and instead awarded a penalty, which was the uh, which turned out to be the winner for us. And if my memory serves me right, it was about the 84th minute. So you know, uh, we picked our moment to uh, to find that winning goal. Yeah, hats off for the the memory 84th minute two months ago. <laughs> um, oh, I hope I'm correct. If I'm correct there, then I want a medal. So next we had Gloss up North End. Um, it was a 2-1 comeback win again after being down 1-0 at halftime. Give me a lot of Manchester United vibes these first two games. Uh, <laughs> unfortunate injuries, though, for um, Jamie Hill and Niall. Uh, two absolute mm-hmm. beauties, uh, however, came from Coop, completing the turnaround. Yet yeah, again. absolutely. Those two goals were uh, were something to watch. The, uh, the first one was a chip from about, I think, 30 yards is generous. We'll call it 25. Uh, managed to chip it over the goalkeeper who was uh, who was out of position, and the second one, uh, after a throwing from the left hand side, he just let it bounce and absolutely hammered it into the near corner on the half volley. I think so, we need to have a segment with uh, just you and your memory. I'm just yeah, I'm I'm trying my best here, making sure. I mean, to be fair, I did technically do all this a month ago, <laughs> um, so maybe it is just one month's memory. Uh, but they were t- to be fair to Jack Coop, they were two very hard goals to forget. Uh, it was the last, unfortunately, we saw of both Jamie Hill and Niall Sultan throughout pre-season, though. Uh, but we moved on to the Tuesday after that and took on Elton Vale at a neutral venue, Salford Sports Arena. And this was an absolute freak game. Uh, it finished 4-all after being only 1-0 at half-time. So that's some second half. Uh, we saw goals from both Ryan Shenton and Chris L. Prifty, who were both trialists at the time and have since signed on with Presswich Hayes, as you well as you will well know by now. Uh, as well as, of course, Jack Coop and Anthony Hall getting on the score sheet. It was, I mean, it was certainly an interesting game to watch for uh, for a neutral. I mean, I'm not sure if I can call myself a neutral, having been uh, in favour of Presswich Hayes, obviously throughout these whole games, but. It was a it was a hell of a game to watch. Four all with seven in, uh, in the second half. Oh yeah, I remember this game because my phone kept buzzing from the Twitter updates. Oh yeah, and I was I like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, no, I bet it did. Yeah, and no, for preseason game, it was very entertaining. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So next we had Buto. Um, we lost two four. It was a blistering hot day. Buto actually changed the entire eleven at halftime. Uh, whereas we only had four subs. Uh, there were injuries to Matty and Nathan. Um, but Coop, again, on the score sheet, got a brace. And uh, again, I believe Buto is a higher-ranked team. Um, mm. So the score may not may look a lot worse on paper than it really was uh, on the yeah. day. Yeah, um, I was there for this match and uh, got a bit of, uh, I got a bit of sunburn on the back of my legs for that one, wearing shorts. <laughs> Um, it was that it was stupid. It was during that, it was like the start of that heat wave that we all remember. Um, it, here in England, that was absolutely brutal for all of us. Uh, and yeah, uh, given the fact that we saw two injuries, and Bootle, who, as you said, are a higher ranked team in the football league pyramid, could change their entire 11 at half time for some for a team that was completely fresh, uh, having only lost 4 2. And well, I mean, to be fair, having lost four two, it does it does look quite bad on on paper, having conceded four goals. But we put up a hell of a fight, and I think yeah, absolutely, it does look way worse on paper than it did on the pitch. There was a lot to take away from that game. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the uh, our first home game of the season, 
uh, well, our first home preseason game that was, and that was against Daisy Hill. And in my opinion, this was the best friendly of preseason. We won four three, so it's another goal fest. Uh, there was a slight uh, weather delay beforehand. This was quite uh, quite an interesting situation because uh, I mentioned that heat wave, and that was still in full effect. And then about twenty minutes to kick off, there was a freak downpour, absolutely out of nowhere, which left some standing water on the pitch. But about half an hour after we were meant to kick off, we did. Uh, thanks to the water having dissipated. Uh, the slippery surface did have an effect, however. Goals from Jack Hoop, uh, Anthony Hall, Chris Alprifty and Nathan Strong with the last-minute winner. Uh, Russell Saunders made some excellent one-on-one saves in goal and Ryan Shenton had an impact off the bench as well. And I wish we had weather here in Dubai like you guys do up in the UK. How do you mean? Because we have a constant heat wave for the entire year. We don't have rain. <laughs> Oh, 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 I wonder what that's like. <laughs> um, actually, that moves on to our last game of preseason against the Peniston Church. Um, it was uh, almost underwhelming and to a, what I would say personally is an excellent preseason. Uh, it was a 2-0 loss. Uh, I don't think it was our day, but a few bright sparks. I think a few good performances from Dwyer, Colin, Prifty, and even Nathan Strong. All of them um, showed good glimpses throughout the game. And that's yeah, absolutely. the, I think, of our preseason as well. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been, uh, it would have been nice, obviously, to come off the back of uh, of preseason with a win. Uh, but yeah, it just wasn't our day. We just weren't um, quite in the uh, in the zone for that one. But uh, looking at preseason as a whole, it's uh, it's a good it's a good preseason on the whole, absolutely. And I know Matt Barnes was very chuffed when I uh, when I interviewed him after that after that uh, final game. I remember him being very happy with. Uh, What's it with the uh, with the performances Team. overall? So after a very good preseason for Presswich Hayes on the whole, uh, the games would not stop coming thick and fast. We started the, uh, the in the Northwest Counties Premier Division, uh, Northwest Counties League Premier Division for the first time in the history of the club. It's as high as we've ever been in the English football pyramid, and we were looking for a strong start. And then the fixture list was released. <laughs> That was definitely uh, not in our favour, was it? No, absolutely not. It was a baptism of fire. And that is exemplified by our first game at home against Northwich Vicks, which was a 4-0 defeat. Certainly not one we were happy to take. Uh, absolutely a baptism of fire. Uh, it was only 1-0 to Northwich Vicks at half-time, but they uh, they seemed to punish us in the second half. And the game itself acted as a real eye-opener to the players and to the fans that this league would not be a stroll. Yeah, and then we had Charnock Richard. Uh, again, we lost uh, 3-5. Um, similar pattern to the first game. Uh, first half was very back and forth. Um, but again, in the second half, they, they stepped on that gas. And uh, yeah, they they had the, they were the better team in the end. But we got yeah, goals from Koo, Shenton and Hall, uh, yeah. who all stepped up. Uh, well, yeah, over the 90 minutes, uh, Charlotte Richard were the better side. Uh, the first half, actually, it was only 3-2 to Charlotte Richard. And uh, there were two goals. We actually took the lead. We went 1-0 up um, and then uh, suffered an instant reply. And then when we were 2-1 down, we uh, gave them our own instant reply. And it was 2-2 right until just before the break. And it was a bit of a heartbreaker to concede that one just before half time. Uh, in the end, yeah, as you say, a 5-3 loss. Uh we moved on to Barnaldswick Town. Now, I wasn't actually at this game, so there's not a lot I can tell you about it. Uh, we lost 3-1, uh, but we did see a debut and a goal 
for 19-year-old midfielder Oscar Campbell. So every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, that moves on to Macclesfield. Um, again, where we lost uh, 3-1. And this was a big game, uh, but I don't think we we really put down without you know giving a fight. Uh, there oh, were around 2,000 fans that provided a, an unbelievable atmosphere. Yeah, and then moves on to, um, I believe, our fourth consecutive loss, the Macclesfield game, 3-1 uh, defeats. Uh, this was a big game. Uh, however, we had 2,000 fans that provided an atmosphere. You'd know that better than me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I think we gave a fight, uh, however. Um, it, and Lee Grimshaw opened his account for the season as well with the goal that we got. Uh, yeah, obviously for that game we were we were absolutely the underdogs. You know, Macclesfield are the uh, are the big t- you know they're the big fish in the small pond of uh, of our league, and um, you know I don't think we were going into that game expecting a win. Uh, a three-one defeat actually, uh, I think it looks quite good on us. Yeah, over two thousand fans packed into the uh, the leasing dot com stadium. That was um, it was it was some it was a hell of a sight for a uh, for a Northwest Counties football league uh, Premier Division game, uh, and I've been reliably informed actually while I was there. The, that is comfortably more than they were getting when they were in League Two, so um, really nice to see that level of support for this uh, for this level of football. And yeah, it was nice to see Lee Grimshaw getting on the score sheet just before half time in that game. Uh, we finally turned things around in the game against Winsford United. We got a four-one victory. Hallelujah! We're off the board for the season, um, and we were absolutely the better team throughout the game as well. It was no fluke. Uh, we saw goals from Nar Sultan, Jack Coop, Oscar Campbell, and um, um, Anthony Hall, and an excellent debuting goal for uh, for Ryan Livesey, who we've recently signed from Abbey Hay. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a statement as well that you know uh, we won't be down for too long as well. Absolutely, yeah. You know, we knew it was a tough start, and um, we knew that you know there were four games that we were expected to lose almost uh, on paper at least. But going into the game against Winsford, we knew we had a chance, so we took it, and we took it well. Yeah, and that actually uh, helps us with our two-game streak that we have right now. Um, mm-hmm. When we beat Avro, actually, 1-0. It was a tooth and nail. It was a really hard-fought win, actually. Um, Dwyer had the game of his life. Mm-hmm. And um, Coop uh, still made the difference despite only playing for the last half hour. He started off uh, on the bench. Uh, yep. Sid Smith, however, went off with a head injury. But... Thank God he's fine. Uh, and another star performance from the man in goal, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. And I uh, I remember this game quite well, given the fact that we are recording this the day after it. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, it was it was brilliant to watch. I felt I felt like a proper football fan. I was losing my voice at some point, uh, shouting from the <laughs> sidelines. Um, and I think it was a very very deserved win. I think we played out of our skin. Uh, James Dwyer was getting so much love from the touchline. Um, yeah, Jack Coop obviously still making the difference, getting the goals. Uh, it was a shame to see uh, the skipper go off, Brad. But um, in the post-match interview that I got with uh, with Matt Barnes, that will be on the uh, the YouTube channel now, if you have a look. Uh, certainly by the time this podcast goes out, um, he's fine. It was just a cut, and it was just a bit of a precaution. You know, we had to take him off because it was a head injury. Um, yeah. And yeah, Ryan Livesey making uh, more of a performance uh, in goal, uh, keeping a clean sheet this time as well, not having any. Uh, penalties to try and save and um i am i am a fan of ryan livesey he does uh, he does quite a lot in goal you know he's, he's quite a presence he commands his area very well he's a bit of a sweeper keeper uh which is very entertaining to watch uh but there's a bit of competition now which is uh, which is always good to see within uh, within any squad 
Yeah, it brings out the best of both players. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so with all that discussed, with all the uh, the games that we've played recently, uh, there's one player who's featured quite a few times, and that is uh, stalwart centre-half Adrian Bellamy, who is coming up on 50 games for Presswich Hayes. At the time of recording, he has 47, and I caught up with him earlier this week, so we can cut to that here. I'm now joined by Presswich Hayes stalwart centre-half, A.D. Bellamy. A.D., thank you very much for coming on the Hayes Hour podcast. No problem. Uh, so, you're fast approaching 50 appearances at the club, but before we talk about your time at Hayes in general, uh, we're deep into the new season now. Uh, we've just come off uh, two wins on the bounce after four straight defeats. What have you made of it so far? Yeah, obviously it was um, a t- tough start for us, um, adapting to the new league and um, trying to get to grips of things and we found it difficult. Um, obviously, we've tweaked a few things on the training field and um, it's shown in our performance levels um, the last few games. Um, we've started to be a bit of a togetherness and we started to match teams and that's why we've just come off the back of our second win. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're recording this uh, right after the, uh, the game. We're recording this post-match after the 1-0 win against Avro in a local derby. That's your 47th match for uh, for Presswich. Uh, do you have any games at Hayes that stick out to you in your head as maybe a favourite match or maybe there's one or two? Um, to be honest, there's, there's a few. There's a few up there. Um, we see my first season, we had um, some quite quite good fixtures, a little run in the Vars, um, beating Winsford. Obviously, they were a league above at the time, uh, 1874 as well. Um, but the, the main one that sticks out was uh, Berry. Bury away. I mean, um, stuff happened a few days before it, so yeah, it was important that um, we we turned up with the right attitude. And I mean, to get a late winner was it was special. It was a special night, and it was stuck with not just me but everybody connected with the club. Yeah, of course. I was fortunate enough to be there that night. I remember it quite well. Um, well, at this level of football, there's uh, there's always a revolving door of players uh, in and out during each window. You've obviously stuck around at Hayes for a while now, and you've seen plenty of people come and go. Uh, are there anybody? Is there anybody that uh, you particularly enjoy or enjoyed playing with? Obviously, no disrespect to anybody that you don't mention, because I'm sure there's too many to uh, to go through everybody. But uh, anybody you form like perhaps a really good centre half partnership with, or somebody you enjoy pinging long balls to in particular? Uh, to be honest, I mean we've got we've got a fantastic bunch. Um, and we, we 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 knew we had that from when Matt took over, um, and then we've added a couple, and we've got a really honest group. So there's no real favourites at the moment. I mean, we've got a good understanding where we've got bodies that can slot in. Um, I mean, if I don't play one game, someone can easily slot in, and vice versa. Um, and we've all got a good understanding of each other's game, and that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got experience as well. I mean, myself, brothers as well, uh, Russ. Um, Experience, know the league, been around, um, which also helps. We've got a, we're quite a young team. Um, take us out of um, that equation, but I mean, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> but yeah, we, we we've got a good understanding and good honest squad, to be honest. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, there's been uh, you've obviously seen a lot in your time at uh, at Presswich Hayes. You know, perhaps recently we've obviously had the promotion to the uh, to the Premier Division. We had the Cup Final recently as well against uh, Lancaster. What would you say is your uh, favourite memory or happiest memory in your time at Presswich? Um, to be honest, um, happiest time was obviously a ceiling promotion. Um, it was a long time coming um, for the football club. 
Uh, Presswich has always been a club, even before I was here, that uh, like a nearly club should be there, should be there or thereabouts. And um, obviously we were fortunate to go up. I felt that um, before we stopped because of the pandemic, I felt that with the games we had left, uh, we had the momentum going, especially after, after the wins before we had. I felt we could have just sneaked in there anyway. Um, so just to get a promotion uh, to come up with the football club, it was was a massive, massive achievement uh, while I've been here at the football club. And yeah. now that the, the aim is to, to stay in the mix uh, this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, as we say, you're very uh, closely closing in on uh, on 50 games. We've a long season yet in the uh, in the Northwest Counties League Premier Division. Uh, what would you say is the goal for you going forward, uh, individually and for the team as well, and not necessarily just for uh, this season as a as a one season for going forward beyond that as well? Uh, just personally, uh, to just obviously uh, games get a run of games, get momentum going again, um, get a good more of a solid togetherness uh, as a unit um, and build on games like today into the next game into the next game and um, obviously as a team and a club we want to we want to get pushed higher up in the table um, obviously we've had a tough start like we said so where we are it's a bit false um, so we want to just build on what we've done over this weekend and just kick on really mm -hmm. thank you very much uh, brilliant to hear all that kind of thing we've just been interrupted by dancing in the moonlight so uh, we'll end it here thank you very much for coming on the Hazard Podcast AD. it's been a pleasure to hear from you no problem Jay thank you thank you we'll see you soon Uh, we're not quite done talking about all the games that uh, the Presswich Hayes have played uh, in the recent uh, months. Thank you very much to Adrian Bellamy for coming on the uh, the Hazard podcast. It means a lot. Um, but we're not quite done with uh, with all the games that we've played yet. There's a few that we might have missed out. Anybody with a keen memory will uh, will have realised that. A keen memory of the last two months, like you said, I have myself in here. Yeah, you can't notice. In between all the league's action that we've been playing, we've played a few cup matches as well. Not just uh, the FA Cup as well. Uh, the first of which was actually against Lancaster City in the LFA Trophy Final. Uh, this has been rescheduled from last season. Obviously, we didn't make a cup final in uh, in September. That would be uh, that would be a very short <laughs> cup competition. Um, it was a six-one defeat, which sounds very bad on paper. Uh, but Lancaster were just a step above us throughout the game. We knew what to expect there. I think they're two leagues above us, maybe even three. Um, and uh, but we did uh, we did get a goal. Obviously, Ryan Shenton was the one that got our goal. And I interviewed both Matt Barnes and Sean Cookson after the match, and they were very happy with the way the lads conducted themselves uh, throughout the whole game. And um, they were they were um, you know very uh, gracious in defeat, which is obviously good to see. Yeah, and I think that moves on to our first FA Cup round this season uh, that we mm -hmm. had. It was the extra preliminary. <laughs> I can't even say the word. The EP yeah. round, let's call it, uh, against the Lithuanians. Um, yeah. We won 3-1 with goals from 50, Grimshaw and Hall. I believe this was the game where 50 got not just a goal, but an assist as well. Uh, yes, I think he did for uh, for one of the goals. I, it eludes me which one. Yeah, um, and it was the first victory against uh, the Northwest County side. And um, yeah. I think we were the better team throughout the game. And uh, I think we've also been undefeated in all of our EP round games till now, right? Uh, yeah, I read that stat on Twitter uh, not long after the uh, after the 3-1 victory against Lillewand, as you said, uh, that uh, we are one of the teams in, the, um, in, in FA Cup history. Whenever we've played in the extra preliminary round, we've never lost, apparently. Uh, I think it's 16 from 16. 
if uh, if I'm correct, which uh, which certainly isn't bad. Um, good record, absolutely, yeah. And it was uh, brilliant, of course, to get a victory against an established uh, Northwest Counties Premier League uh, Premier Division side. Um, you know, it's sort of a teller for the season that we're not just, you know, we're not just going to roll over every week. We can defeat the teams in our league, and we've proven that since against uh, both Winsford and Avro. Um, our FA Cup run didn't last much longer, though. Unfortunately, we came up against Warrington Rylands, who were the, um, the actually the FA Vars holders uh, this season. Uh, it was a three 0 defeat. Um, there were three preventable, well, somewhat preventable goals as well. Uh, they uh, accented their uh, their strengths and um, played very much set piece football, uh, which we were unable to defend against. Uh, it was a shame to lose in the FA Cup in that fashion. Uh, but since that game, actually, we've not lost. So, you know, if we can keep that going, then uh, maybe it was a bit of a blessing in disguise. Maybe it was the uh, the kick-on that we needed after after going out in the cup. Yeah, and I think um, with the form we're in right now, hopefully, we're already out of the relegation zone. We played 16th, I believe. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, I was just checking that yesterday. So if we get a few more wins, we can actually, you know, get into a mid-table and show that we are actually a strong side. Absolutely, yeah. And um, speaking of which, we've got uh, a few quotes from uh, a few of the new signings that we haven't already mentioned. If uh, eagle-eyed listeners at this point will have realised that we've uh, said the names Oscar Campbell and Ryan Livesey, um, some new signings that we've made over the last few weeks. Uh, but there's a few, actually, that we haven't mentioned uh, thus far. Uh, one of those is Alex McQuaid, a new centre-half that's joined on with Hayes. Uh, he's actually dual-registered. With, uh, with Widnes as well. He's a 28-year-old defender. Uh, he featured in the games against Macclesfield and against Rylands. And uh, I have a quote from him here when I interviewed him. You can read more about this on the website. Um, we want to win some, get, uh, get some wins under our belt, get into a reasonable position, uh, reasonable position in the league. I want to play every minute that I can and help drive the team with a winning mentality, which is exactly what we like to hear. Yeah, exactly. Especially from new signing coming in with, uh, with that intent. It's always good to have in the team. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And yeah, that brings on to another player that we have signed, re-signed, I would say, uh, Max White, who mm-hmm. actually featured off the bench against Avro and came close at the end with a diving header. Uh, we got the win that game. Um, so hopefully we can keep that momentum up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Max White is a player that um, the fans will remember from last season, at the very least, um, who we didn't know if we were going to, uh, who we weren't sure if we were going to keep hold of, but he signed on now for the season. And, um, you know, if his contributions in the uh, in the Avro game um, led to a win, then hopefully we can uh, keep that going. However, as they say, when one door, uh, well, I, they say when one door closes, another door opens. But I guess we're going to have to go through the side of that coin as, as uh, two doors open, I suppose. Uh, one shuts. We've uh, come to terms over the course of the last month with the release of Kingsley Williams. Uh, this was a mutual agreement. Uh, we'd like to thank Kingsley Williams for his contributions. Uh, in his short time at the club, and we wish him all the best for the future. It's a shame to uh, to see him go. You know, he had uh, a lot of name value, Kingsley, to bring in. But, um, you know, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. And um, if if both parties are agreed that uh, going separate ways is the best thing to do, then I suppose uh, that's football. Right, yeah, definitely. Um, so that's... Um, all the new signings that we've caught you up on, at least I hope. Uh, but there is one more thing we want to mention as well. Uh, the FA Youth Cup game that's uh, coming up this week. At the time of recording, this game is scheduled for tomorrow. So there's no doubt this podcast will have been released after the game. It's against Cheadle Heath Nomads 
Uh, and it's the first competitive youth team game of the season. Nick Simister and his side going into the FA Youth Cup. Uh, with this podcast being recorded before the game, uh, it's on Wednesday, the 1st of September. Uh, we hope you were there for it and we hope that we won. That's all we can really say. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but speaking of uh, Nick Simister and his side, I was able to catch up with him earlier this week. So we can cut to that interview that I got here. I'm now joined by Presswich Hayes youth team coach, the uh, the man behind the future Hayes, uh, Nick Simister. Nick, thank you very much for coming on the Hayes Hour podcast. No problem, Jay. Uh, it's a pleasure to hear from you. It's obviously not the first time you've been on as well. Uh, nice to hear from you again. So uh, me and Zania were discussing earlier in the podcast that we had recorded the bulk of the podcast, all the stuff you've heard before this, everybody who's listening. Uh, we'd recorded that before the Cheadle Heath Nomads game in the FA Youth Cup. Uh, this segment with Nick is being recorded after that game and we ended up winning 3-2. We're in the next round of the Cup. So first question, of course, is how does it feel? It feels good. I mean, you can probably tell by my throat. <clears throat> it's a bit hoarse after um, the shouting that we were doing last night. It was a bit of a up and down game. We um, we started off really slow in the first half. We, we, we missed a couple of pre-season games and, and it showed in the first half. We weren't quite as sharp as we'd like to have been, but we, 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 we spoke to them at half-time. We said, look, we need to press them higher. We need to get the ball further up in their half, up the field. We need to have more determination, more passion. And uh, they did it. They didn't perform at the absolute best that we know they can do, but they had the, a winning mentality, never gave up. And um, yeah, we scored two late goals. So, yeah, we're, we're pleased at the end. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was about to come on to, of course. That winning mentality came in because, from what I've read, I wish I'd, I'd actually wish I'd been there to... Uh, to watch it, but I wasn't, unfortunately. But from what I've read, uh, it was 2-1 until the last 10 minutes. We were 2-1 down. Um, so to get those two uh, goals late on, and again, from what I've read, they were very good goals as well, uh, to get those two goals very late on, what does that say about the uh, about the team, about the future Hayes? That, you know, they kept, that, they kept fighting, they didn't let their heads drop, and they were able to turn it around so close to the end of the game. Well, I think it's a big part of the game, and it's a, it's, it's a big thing that we, we worked on with them last year. And it's sort of like we, we called them what's uh, non-negotiables, and it's sort of like things that you've got to do that they've got to be able to do themselves. So it's turning up to the game in the right manner, warming up right, do, having the right attitude in training, and one of mm-hmm. them is to, to to have this this you know this mature attitude of of not letting things get to you and rising above it, and and that's what was really pleased. And I was speaking to, to to winners who joined me as part of the coaching staff this evening, and sort of like said. In the next game, we've got to bring that to the boys and explain how pleased we were. Now, the performance wasn't great, but we were really, really pleased with that winning mentality and that, that, that never-die uh, attitude. So, yeah, it was it was really good to see. Absolutely. Um, well, it's the start to the competitive season for the other eight teams, I believe. Uh, it's been a long pre-season. Uh, we're going into the Northwest Youth Alliance, the top division. What are the uh, what are the ambitions? What's, what's the plan now for going forward into competitive games? It's it's well we we need to just put a few things right that we didn't do uh, too too well yesterday, um, but but no we're we're looking forward to it. We about Earlham we were due to play them pre season, but uh, I think I think it was it was a week and we couldn't play them. Um, so we've not seen them before. They're new to the league. Uh, we know they played St Helens pre season. We played St Helens and beaten them. So I, again, I, I think it'd be a, I think it'd be a good game. Oh, absolutely. That's uh, that's what we're looking at going forward. Uh, hopefully, there will be quite a few games that the fans can get themselves down to. Um, there's a few players that are pulling double duty. 
for uh, for both the youth and the, the youth and the uh, and the senior team at Presswich Hayes. You know, Ollie Scott is a name that comes to mind. Do you think that is a positive influence? The fact that they're getting that exposure in the uh, in the senior team and they can bring that to you guys. Yeah, that, that's what it's all about. It's, it's it's all about. We set ourselves these objectives last year. One of them was to build sort of like this bridge between us and the first team. Um, mm. and the other one was to be successful, and, and we, we we did both of those last year. Ollie Scott. He almost become a, a regular. Well, he is a regular for the first team. He's got a bit of a knock yeah. at the minute. Uh, Joe Walsh is featured. Um, Joe Simmons is featured. Um, yeah. Pre season, so uh, I know Lewis London came on last night. He played well, and Matt Barnes was talking about how well he did. So it's really good, and you know, it's it's all about the two teams being as as one club, if you like. So it's, mm. it's good to hear other 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 voices, and it's always a good experience for the boys to play at, at, at the, the you know the level that the the first team are playing at. So yeah, it's really good. Absolutely. Obviously, uh, high praise is coming from Matt Barnes. Um, but thinking about that, though, if players are playing for both the first team and the uh, and the youth team, could that somehow uh, could that in a way be a little bit of a detriment? You know, a lot of game time for uh, for such young players at this level. Uh, could that not mean some tired legs? It, it really does. It does. But again, the rest of the first team we've spoken about this, and it's about managing it, really, isn't it? I mean. No, mm. we train twice a week, they train twice a week, we play sat- Sundays, they play Saturdays. So it's all about us working together and making sure that they're not getting burnt out and playing too much because yeah. otherwise that's that you know, that's when they start getting injured. Yeah, absolutely. That's something we don't want. You know, obviously we've seen Ollie Scott's been out for a few weeks now with an injury, but we're looking at seeing him back very soon, uh, amongst others. So going into the competitive season, obviously it's our first uh First competitive season at the top level in the Northwest Youth Alliance. Uh, do you think you can give us a realistic prediction? For the way that the uh, the season you think is going to play out for us, we're you know we're in uncharted waters. So what's the goal? Uh, well, the goal is to do as well as we can. I mean, we, we, it's not just mm. you know in this league. We've also obviously into the second um, round of the FA Youth Cup. Um, yeah. Back into the count in the counter cup this year. Um, we you know we, we before we joined Press Switch A's, we we got to the second well got to the semi finals of the county cup. Um, so we want to do well in that. So yeah, there's there's lots to play for this year, and we're you know we're, we're looking forward to the challenge. Absolutely. Um, do we know who we've got in the next round of the uh, the FA Youth Cup? Uh, in the F- FA Youth Cup, yeah, it's Rami United Blues. Okay. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what to expect from them. Do you? Sorry, is that the so did you say the FA Youth Cup or the County Cup? Uh, the Youth Cup. Or oh, the Youth Cup Skelmersdale. The Youth Cup is Skelmersdale. They're in our league, aren't they? Uh, no, they're not. They're, they're in the, they're oh. in the northwest. I think they're in the first division. They're in the one below. Yeah, because that was going to be ours as well, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. We played them in the same round last year. Um, I don't know if you remember. We we're three-one up, conceded two late ones, and they beat us on penalties. So we're we're uh, we're looking forward to the return fixture. Well, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be aiming to avoid the same fate. Uh, Nixon, Mister, thank you very much for coming on the Hazel podcast. Been a pleasure to hear from you. No problem. Nice to speak to you, Jake. Thank you very much for coming on and we'll see you soon at the Hayes Games. Thank you very much. Thank you so much to uh, Nick Simister for coming on and featuring on the Hayes Hour podcast and we wish him and his youth side, uh, the future Hayes, all the best for the upcoming competitive season. Um, hopefully we did get that win on uh, against Cheadle Heath Nomads and we can progress in the Cup as well. Uh, that would be nice to see. Uh, so as we uh, as we tend to do on the Hazel podcast, let's discuss a few things about mainstream football. This segment probably won't last as long as it normally does, because there's been a lot more Presswich Hayes based content to discuss now that we're back playing football. Um, 
There is one thing that I definitely want to say, though. Uh, in the previous episode of the Hazel podcast that was meant to be put out but was abandoned, uh, there was a message towards the end that I want to reiterate. Um, it came in the wake of England's loss against Italy in the Euros final, which was heartbreaking for everybody that was uh, up for our boys. Uh, they did their level best to represent us at that competition. And I know this might be a little bit outdated now, but it's a message that I still want to reiterate because, unfortunately, those players that missed the penalties, Rashford, Sancho and Saka, suffered hideous abuse online from people who call themselves fans but are just terrible bigots. So we like to reiterate here on the Hayes Hour podcast that Presswich Hayes, everybody involved at Presswich Hayes and everybody involved in football in general, I'm sure you can agree, uh, Zania. Yeah, for stand sure. Stand against racism. We, there is no time for that absolute plague of racism. It's just everybody at Presswich Hayes takes a stand with our three lions against this kind of in, against this kind of stupid intolerance and this horrendous abuse that they've unfortunately suffered. Yeah, um, unnecessary. On top of that, absolutely unnecessary. Not yeah. And, you know, Presswich Hayes and um, everybody in the Football League is working hard to make sure that racism becomes a thing of the past in the world of sport. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to a lighter topic, especially for yourself, Sunir, of course, as a Manchester United fan. And this is Manchester-based. I'm sure there'll be a few people listening to this that will be going on a few games at Old Trafford this season. And I am now one of those people. Because <laughs> I want to see a certain somebody play live before they retire. Of course, I'm talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. The prodigal son has officially returned as of this morning, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, we just got the update from the Instagram page and Fabrizio. Yeah. Um, and I remember a couple of days ago, we were all throwing away our Ronaldo shirts. Ronaldo is a snake because there were, there were rumors that he was going to City. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, but I'm glad that's not happening anymore and he's coming back to United and hopefully we can, you know, win some trophies this season. Well, yeah, he might be he might be the missing piece of the puzzle, you know, despite being 36 years old, he is still Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, there's, no, you know, there's not a lot you can take away from his game even if he's uh, even if he is knocking on a little bit now in terms of football. Uh, but yeah, to see Ronaldo back in England, I mean, to see one of the greatest players of our time come back to English football and play, especially at a time when I myself live in Manchester and can go and watch the games if I so wish. You know, I I know yeah. for sure that I'm definitely going to go and see Ronaldo play live this season at some point. Yeah, and this just uh, increases the, the likeliness that I would want to come to UK this season just to see him once in the yeah, exactly, in yeah. action, yeah. Those now, now we have the opportunity. Now he's back, and you know, I'm sure yourself, as a United fan, you're over the moon with this. Yeah, I just, I'm gonna, I'm waiting for his number to come out so I can get the kit. Oh, it's going to be seven. The Cavani's had his changed apparently, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, to 21. Uh, yeah, because Dan yeah. James is leaving. Yeah, with the sale of Dan James to Leeds, Cavani's gonna take the number 21. So the story goes, so that Cristiano can have his uh, his fabled number seven shirt back. CR7. Absolutely. He's back in Manchester. Uh, that was something we couldn't not talk about in the uh, in the mainstream uh, section of this episode of the Hazel podcast, uh, which we are just about out of time on. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to this 
uh, rattle through of the previous two months uh, of Presswich Hayes based football. Thank you very much, Lanier, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you very much to all our guests that have come on and featured on the Hayes Hour podcast as well. Ollie Scott, AD Bellamy and Nick Simister. It's always a pleasure to hear from everybody involved at Presswich Hayes. And we will see you not in two months. We will see you all next month for the next episode of the Hayes Hour podcast. Up the Hayes. Thank you for listening. Everybody.